Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. What's up? It's Cincy Molly, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. I'm gonna need 10 for walking. Up front, I can't do no less. Uh-huh. All blues, I don't do no checks. Uh-huh. No breaks, my... All right. So we got Cincy Molly off the porch with us today. What's up? How you feeling today? I'm lit. It's been a good day. Yeah. A great day, actually. There you go. What else have you been working on here in Atlanta during this trip? Um, shit. I got a couple features from my album and just for a back end. Okay. And I just have fun. Yeah. Vibe, network. That's what I was out here for. Okay. Were you down here for All-Star Weekend, too? Yeah. Okay. You I, think? I ain't really party too much. I went to, like, a couple private events, but not nothing big. Okay. Spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, because Atlanta was pretty lit last weekend for All-Star, man. Bro, there was literally, like, to call a car that was around the corner took, like, 30 minutes because so many people <laughs> was at here. And I don't even come to Atlanta like that, so. Yeah. All right, so talk to us about life in Arlington. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Life in Arlington, it's like, well, I don't stay in Arlington no more. But growing up in Arlington, it was just, it was normal. It was a whole bunch of different vibes because a lot of folks that stayed in Arlington wasn't from Arlington. Like, they was from Louisiana, they was from Mississippi, they was from, shit, Arkansas. Just nobody was from actual Arlington. So it was different vibes growing up from everywhere. Yeah. How would you describe your childhood growing up there? 
like um, it was kind of basic, but it was fun. Like I don't really got too many memories, you know. It's just I just remember being there, you know, just growing up. It's nothing that's just that sticks to my mind. Be like, damn, I miss childhood or some shit like that, you know. Yeah. It was literally basic. Just go to school and. Make a friend, lose a friend, get a new friend, go to school. And I stayed in the same school. Like, you know how kids switch schools, like went to this one and then moved 30 minutes away or moved this. Mm -mm. I was like, this elementary, this middle school, this high school, you're not changing. Yeah. So I knew everybody my whole life. Okay. Yeah, like I ain't see new people until I turned 18. Yeah. Did you finish school? Oh, no. I didn't finish school because they wanted me to... Um, repeat 11th grade after I was trying to do homeschooling. And so I was like, fuck it, I just quit. I ain't gonna do it no more. Like, it's whatever. I went through all 12 years, so I know exactly what everybody else know, you know? I just ain't walked the stage. Yeah. Now I get paid to be on stage, so. There you go. Hey. <laughs> it all worked out for you. <laughs> I know that's right. So where do you live at now? You mentioned not living in Arlington anymore. I still stay in Texas, but we just gonna keep the location discreet. Okay. I yeah. got you. What would you say has been one of the biggest life lessons you had to learn in your life? In my whole life or like? Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Biggest life lesson is that live for yourself. Like, I just learned that shit. Like, my heart's so big, I don't be giving a fuck about me. I be putting everybody first. But this year, like... Last year, I just started learning, like, damn, nobody give a fuck. Like, nobody really give a fuck. So you got to put yourself first. For real, for real. I feel that. So how long have you been making music now? Almost five years. Um, I started when I was 18. I'm 22 now. Damn, okay. I feel old. <laughs> That's young. crazy. For real, like... And then I still be forgetting I'm 22. People be asking me like, how old are you? I be like 21. <laughs> My birthday just passed, so I'm getting used to it. Yeah. How'd you celebrate your birthday? Um, I went to Vegas with a whole bunch of my homegirls and just lived life. It wasn't really like on social media. It was just real life having fun, you know? Yeah. So what had inspired you to start making music when you were 18? Um, we had a party for my birthday and it was like, we was just playing, um, Chicago type beats and we were just freestyling, just playing around. Nobody thought rapping was serious back then. Like we didn't think that we could rap. And I started saying some shit and I was like, bro, what if I did this for real? Like I'm going to write some shit down. So I had a book. I still got it. I ain't never record like nothing but two songs out of it. But I had a notebook full of songs just writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. And then um, I met somebody and I showed them and they were like, you tripping, like go to the studio. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go. I went and people was fucking with it. So I just kept going and kept going until more people heard me. And now I'm just, that's what I like to do. Were your friends and family, were they surprised when you popped up and was like, hey, check out this song? Um, my friends, they wasn't really too much surprised, but like, 
They was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. But my dad and my mom, they was like, are you for real? This like, what you finna do? Like, <laughs> like you jumped out of school and you think this is finna make you money? Like, okay, but okay, I'ma support you. Like my mama, she my number one fan. She got a whole Instagram and every picture is my show or my, me in a magazine or whatever it is, she got it. She on point, she ain't missing a, a step. That's what's up. So who were some of your favorite rappers you were listening to growing up? 21 Savage. Like, this is my freshman year and going up type shit. But 21 Savage, Pee Wee Longway, um, Young Thug for sure. Rich Homie Corn, he was on the list. Um, who else did I fuck with? Gucci Man, he was a big influence. You was on Atlanta music hard. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even know why. Not even, not even knowing like everybody from Atlanta and they doing their shit. Like I was just like, damn, I like this music. Like you know, I'd be in the car rolling a little blunt, smallest the fucking a point five and cutting the music all the way up, talking about hey. But yeah, that shit used to have me lit. All them. So when did you start to take it serious and figure out, you know, kind of good at this. I could make some money off of this. And... Shit. Well, that's crazy you said it like that. Cause um, I used to dance. I danced for a year when I turned 18. Not even cause like, that's what I wanted to do. But my homegirl, she was 21 and she was dancing. And she had a friend that was too scared to dance. She came home and told me like, hey, she's too scared to dance, bro. I don't know what to do. I was like, fuck it. I just turned 18. I need some money. I'm gonna go to the club. Went to the club, danced for about a year. And then I got paid for my first feature about six months into rapping. And it, it was like $1,000. And I was like, fuck it. I'm never going back to the club. <laughs> I can get When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Paid off right, but I'm not going back. Like, mm -mm, I'm not. And my mindset was like, um... Say. Uh, my mindset was like, if they can go to the club and see you, they not finna buy no tickets to come to your show. So I just was like, I'm not going back. It's over with. It was an experience, but I don't re recommend it. Yeah. Definitely know your worth, you know? Like, yeah, you gotta come pay to see me on stage. Yeah, like, these songs. that's what I was like, what the fuck do I look like going to perform a song and then be on stage in the club, like it just it ain't add up. So I just went completely on to rapping as soon as I made my first thousand on rap. Yeah. So your music took off pretty quickly then, huh? Yeah, unexpectedly, like, um, we went viral on Twitter. Okay. And that's how, like, we popped. You and Brooke? Yeah, me okay. and Brooke. How long have you been knowing Brooke? Um, I met her when I was a. Uh, I met her when I was a sophomore, and she was a freshman, I believe. If not that, she was a sophomore, and I was a junior. 
But we wasn't like friends, friends in high school. We got friends when I was like 17. And she came to my house one day and never left. <laughs> no bullshit. Like, uh, her mama was so mad. Like, shout out Miss Dusty because I love you. But, um, yeah, her mom, she came to my house one day, bro, and then she literally was spending the night every single night. She was skipping school and shit, and I was trying to tell her, like, bro, you got to go to school. Like, you can't do this. Like, you can't stay here. And then we just started going to the studio, and one day I was like, sis, come on. We finna rap, too. Like, we both finna rap. And that's when we started rapping. Were you rapping before? Yeah, for like... Three months, probably. Okay. Yeah. Did it take much convincing her to get her in there and record, or was she ready? No, because she was in the studio with us, so you know she probably was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go in there too." Like, this is what I've been seeing. I'm gonna go. But yeah, as soon as she started rapping, it was all fun because it was just back and forth in the studio, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, talk to us about that chemistry that you two have. Uh, she like my sister. That's really it. Like, we don't have ups, we don't have downs, we don't been around. Like, that's my sister. So, that's it. Whatever she on, I'm on. Whatever I'm on, she on. That's really it. How'd you guys link up with uh, Gutter TV? Um, South by Southwest. Was it 2018? I think it was 2018, that was my first one. And uh, I hit him like literally the day before, I was like, I wanna perform, I'm finna come out there, like I wanna do it. Cause he and had was, a showcase? Yeah, he was like, all right, cool. He put me right in the middle of the flyer. I performed, bro, I was so nervous. I was like. You <laughs> 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 just performed mostly in front of other rappers, oh, that's all it is. I was so, but I was still scared, like I was like, bro, don't hit me the mic, like don't hit me the mic. <laughs> and then Brooke was next to me and shit. That was after that, me and Gutter had a conversation. It was like, if you're going to take this serious, what's up? And I was like, fuck it, come on, let's go. And ever since then, we've been on go. Okay. Yeah. How'd you link up with Pooh? Bro, rest in peace to my nigga. But he hit me on the ground. Like, he was in scenes that I was around, you know, like a couple scenes, but we never just spoken, remembered, connected, you know? It was just, we was around. And he hit me one time on Instagram. This was before um, Gutter was my manager. He was like, bro, do you got a manager? Like, you fire, like, let's let's go, let's work. And um, I didn't see it until after Gutter was my manager. And then he pulled up to one of my videos and I was like, damn, <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> like, damn, I didn't see your message, but. Nice to meet you. But ever since then, he was just full of support. He came to everything I had to do, yeah. everything. And every time he pulled up, he had his dab um, rig. I don't know if you ever seen him with it, but um, he would keep it in his, his car and he would be like, you wanna hit a dab? I'd be like, yep. <laughs> He'd go get it, open up the little kit, set it up, and we would hit dabs. Oh God. Long live Pooh, man. For sure. I miss my boy, man. All right. So talk to us about creating 223. 223. <laughs> All right, so that shit was like, pulled up to the homeboy house, was going through 
30 beats. Nope, 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 nope. And mine, it's his bedroom. He like converted the back bedroom and the garage to like one whole bedroom and a studio and whatever. But we pulled up and we finna record. I'm like, no, 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 no. The beat come on and I say, five racks, then I turn it into 10, ay. And I'm like, come on, we finna do this one. <laughs> and then um, that was like my second or third time punching in. Like I never punched in songs before because oh, I yeah. always wrote. And so it was Brooke's first time punching in. And I was like, bro, come on, we finna do this. Like, come on, like, we finna do this. And we did it. And bro, we thought the song was hard, but then we thought it was trash at the same time. Cause we was like, all of our niggas rapped around us, you know? So we supported every song that came out. We thought every song was hard that we put out. So I'm like, yeah. But then I'm starting to think like, bro, this shit really trash. Like. It's not it. So we go live and Brooke got about 22 viewers on her Instagram live. Next thing you know, um, she get off live, check her DMs. Somebody sent her a screen recording of us like dancing and shit to two to two to three. She posted on Twitter. Next thing you know, it's 300,000 views, 500,000 views, oh, shit. a million views. We like, what the fuck? <laughs> This is crazy. Like people are like, who the fuck is this? Like, and ever since then, I was like, nah, we taking this shit serious, and we just, cause when I dropped that song, it was on a tape um, that I dropped in May of 2018, and nobody really was on the tape. Like, nobody knew I dropped it until they seen two, two, three. But then after that, we was on go. I dropped four more tapes that year, <laughs> but <laughs> on God. Which I shouldn't have did, but I didn't. I was just feeling myself. I loved it. Yeah, and so I was young, you feel me? It was a lifestyle that I never knew I was going to experience. After making that song, that shit just turned everything around. And what about the music video? That shit was turned, too. Bro, that's crazy you said that. The 223 music video, that shit was so not planned. <laughs> like... I didn't, we wasn't even gonna shoot that shit. And Gutter was like, please, Molly, like, let's shoot 223, like, at the scene. And I'm like, all right, Gutter, bro, we can shoot it. But before the video, we didn't have no outfit, our hair wasn't done, nothing, bro. Like, we scrambled through our shit, and Brooke was like, all right, I'm gonna put this on. I did her ponytail, <laughs> and then um, I did my ponytail, and I had some shorts, and I couldn't find no bikini top. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, my life just sucks. And then I found one, put it on. It didn't even match, but um, the editor of the video, he made it match. So, oh, really? It <laughs> yeah. didn't match. <laughs> but that video was so unplanned, and like, but it was fun as fuck. It's crazy. And it went up. It's yeah, still going. Like, now that I'm just thinking about it, it's like, damn, we was lit for no reason. I was a bad kid. Like, <laughs> I was. Like, I don't rap like how I used to rap. That shit's so old now. Like, my new shit is so advanced and, like, crazy. But next question. How did the deal with Def Jam come about? Come about? <sighs> Def Jam. Oh. Uh, well, we had a we met with every single label. Oh, but, I'm sure, yeah. But Def Jam was like the one that was showing us the most 
respect most, like, you know, um, priority and shit like that. So we signed with Def Jam. Um, but that's the thing, like, fucking with them, they flew us out and paid for all of our shit, had studio sessions, put us in the magazines before we even signed. Like, before we signed, they were showing us all this love, and I was like, yeah, this is where we're going about, you feel me? Because, damn. They could have did all that shit. We could have been like, buy them signing with 300 or, you know, like or some shit. But nah, we was like, Def Jam is it. And that's what we went with. How would you compare being on a major label to being independent? To being what? Independent. Oh, for, let me clarify. I'm independent now. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Uh, I don't know if people know that. But um, it really is just, I don't recommend it, but some people might need it if they, you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but... Being on a label? Yeah, like, some people just don't know shit to do with themselves, so they probably need somebody to control their shit, you feel me? But me, no, like, it was cool in the first go-around, and uh, when they showing you all the love and all this shit, but then as soon as you're not the number one priority, you're basically independent, like... It's no team behind you no more after you're not a priority on the label. So it's best just to be independent, network, find your, find a team, find like people to connect with that you can grow with instead of just giving all your everything away to, I was gonna say some white people, but <laughs> to some like, you know, to the white people. <laughs> I'm half white. <laughs> let me clarify. Let me clarify. Uh, so, how long has it been since you got out the deal? Or when did the deal um, end? August. August. Yeah, August. I got released in August, and I was so happy. Like, I was walking on Rodeo, and I got a call from Gutter, and I was, he was like, Guess what? And I was like, Bro, what? Like, I'm shopping. Like, what? And he was like, <laughs> You, uh, he was like, I don't know what he said, but I didn't know, I didn't get it at first. And he was like, you independent. And I was like, oh shit. I was so happy because I had all this music and shit and they didn't want to put, they just wanted me to wait and wait and wait and wait. And it's been a whole year and they ain't do shit for me. So I was just like, I'm finna do this shit by myself. Like, I can't do it. I was so fucking exciting. So is that the reason we didn't get too much music from you last year? So I think you only dropped like two or three songs. Yeah, bro. Like, if y'all notice, uh, nothing to say. Yeah, my blunt keep going out because it's a fucking crackhead lighter. Like, that shit is terrible. <laughs> um, but if you y'all didn't notice, my shit only dropped on YouTube. I didn't have nothing on Spotify, Apple Music, and shit like that because the label didn't want to put it out to make money with it. They were like. And I had a song that I put out and it did over half a million just like with no promo, nobody posting it, nothing, just like me just dropping it on a page with 3,000 subscribers. And uh, after it did half a mil, they were like, let's push it. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I tried to push it six months ago and I asked y'all to drop it. 
And so after I started doing shit like that, and like, I didn't have no videos. Like, we were supposed to shoot some videos and shit went left. Like, Def Jam was cool until they got new employees. You know, like, I'm, a, I'm not down in Def Jam. Like, I ain't putting them in the dirt, nothing like that. But everything was good when the team was put together. But then when everybody started leaving, like, everything was just fucked up. Yeah, and that happens a lot with the labels. You'll notice they switch, they jump to other labels every year. Yeah, like, I had to get a whole year. new A&R. And so, like, with that being said, that shit's, like, re-signing and being, you know, starting over. Because they don't know shit. They wasn't there from the get-go. Got a new song. First off, what can you tell us about this? Um, I'm finna shoot a video. That's what I'm finna say. And the video's gonna be so fire. But uh, first off, it's basically just saying, like, we can't save no bitches. And we snip, snip, snip. <laughs> you know, like, first off, let me set this straight. Never been my type to fuck with no basic bitch. Like, it's just facts, basically. Yeah. <laughs> First off. Is this uh, more towards the new sound that you got coming out with your new music? <laughs> Crazy fact is, that song is a year old. Really? Okay. I recorded that shit last year in January. Oh, shit. And I never dropped it. Like, I, kept, I hated it. Left it in my email for a year, and I was checking all my old folders, and I was like, this song hard. So I said, fuck it, <laughs> and dropped it. But that's an old song. Nah, my new shit don't sound nothing like that. So what is this new music going to sound like? What, what, what are we getting from Molly in 2021? Um, like what I just advanced. I say that it's not the young Molly. Like when I came out, I was 18, 19. So y'all got the um, rebellious, not giving a fuck. I'm with gang gang doing dumb shit. Like, you feel me? That's what I was, not giving a fuck. Like, I would go in the booth and say whatever the fuck I wanted. Like, <laughs> I'd be listening to some of my old music and be like, what are you saying? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then I'm like, well, it's out there now. Oh, fuck it. I can't, I can't take it away. But now it's like, I think about what I'm saying and I try to develop more of a sound, more of like a, a flow, a, you know, something to vibe to. But before it was just, when I had interviews, they'd be like, what kind of music do you make? I'd be like, turn up music. This one, I don't have no <laughs> description. Are you still punching in or did you go back to writing? Um, okay, um, I still punch in, but like sometimes I'll be bored and I'll write a song with no beat and then I'll go in the studio and just change the song to be, you know, like, mm -hmm. but I can't just sit in the studio and write a song. It, it takes too much time to me. Like, I don't know. Do you have a title picked out for your next project? I do. I do. Can you give it to us? I can't. I can. <laughs> I can. It's called Fifty Shades of Paid. Because, okay. you know, real P and the P is for paid. So we're doing Fifty Shades of Paid. This, you know, all sorts of ways to make money. Nobody should be broke. Find something to sell it. No bullshit. Is the project done or are you still working on adding new songs? It could be done. <laughs> but like I just, <laughs> I got enough uh, songs to drop the project tomorrow. I just, just, I don't know. 
it's not time yet. I don't got enough respect. Yeah. But by the end of this year, they gonna know who the fuck I am. No bullshit. You mentioned just doing some features for it. Can, can you give us one? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not giving no features. I already gave out a title like y'all should have said. What about next single? Do you know what you plan to drop next? Mm, bro. I don't even know if I want to drop a single. I think I want to drop the tape. Oh, really? I think so, but um, cause I done dropped three singles. Walk through, DMB, and first off, walk through is almost at four hundred thousand. It's still day. going up too. I yeah, see. every day. Um, I think it is at. I don't know. Let me not lie, but um, <laughs> but I got a song called Money Bag. I really want Money Bag on it. Money Bag or uh, Four Two Dub or. Uh, that's really it, but that song's so hard. Hmm. And uh, mixed by Ari, he from he from um, Memphis, I believe, and his shit go crazy. So the song just sound crazy in the car, in the club, anywhere. But I think that if I don't drop the tape, I'm dropping Money Bag. Okay. Did you already shoot a video for Money Bag, or are you waiting to see if you can get that feature first? Man, I ain't shot no videos yet. Why not? Not gonna lie. Um, well, I'm finna shoot first off. Like, okay. Because my. Okay, like, so y'all know when people are signed to a label, they got somebody that be like, this the treatment here, this what you're doing, act like this, do that. Mm -hmm. I write my treatments. Like, like um, somebody helping me is cool, but I'm so creative. That's all I like to do is just create, regardless of it's like music, just, I don't know, I'm just weird. Like, I like to create something that wasn't there, you know? So I like shit to be super creative and the fact that now I'm independent and I'm getting my budget right to put everything behind my music, I'm just gonna go crazy at once. Like, I don't wanna do shit halfway no more. Like, that's all I used to do is halfway shit with the label. Before the label, halfway shit. So now it's like, yeah, we executed every idea that I have. There you go. You know, you built up quite a following. Um, have you started to embrace the role of being like a role model to your younger fans? It's crazy you say that because like talking about when I was younger and I was just talking about shoot 'em up, bang, bang, like crazy, stupid shit. Um, like growing up, I like to cheerlead. So now that I'm older, I want to start a cheerleading team. But now I'm thinking like, damn, what if they go look up Cincy Miley on YouTube and they see me? Ah, like, you know, like their parents might not like that. You feel me? But I am like, I'm not changing my role for people. I'm changing my role because I'm getting older. Like I'm just growing and I'm leaving a lot of shit behind me. So yeah. Salute to you for that. Appreciate it. What else you working on, Miley? What else is coming up? Got any merch on the way, anything? It's crazy. I've been rapping all this time, and I ain't dropped no merch for y'all. <laughs> but, uh, nah, I got a business. It's called Dipped in White. My last name, White, and I'm half white. So, and then people that wear my shit gonna be dipped in white. You feel me? <laughs> That's so, hard. My shit called Dipped in White, and um, I'm finna go get that made literally in the next three days. So be on the lookout for that. 
all your favorite rappers gonna be wearing it. Okay. No bullshit. Male and female? Yes. Okay. It's gonna be a, um, it's not gonna be like no boutique or nothing. It's gonna be street clothes, so. Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna have kids and dog shit. Yeah. Not dog shit, that doesn't <laughs> sound good. <laughs> But dog clothes, okay? <laughs> Kids clothes and dog clothes. Fuck. All right, Molly, any shout outs before we wrap it up? Yeah, um, shout out Gutter TV, real nigga. Shout out Mama, Cincy Mama, and shout out my daddy. He ain't got no Instagram, but real nigga. Oh, and shout out Lil Brooke. Love you, sis. That's it. I'm gonna get 10 for walking. Up front, I can't do no less. Uh huh, all blues, I don't do no checks. Uh huh, no brakes, might crash in the vet. Yeah, big guns. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba.